<laughs> or we going to every other weekend is gonna always be an episode to record <laughs> it's definitely recording right now yes hey everyone out there in podcast land welcome to another episode of stuff our dad can't have a podcast with two sisters doing what we do best chatted up with each other serving up sarcasm and teasing dear old dad about what he cannot have today's episode is titled my taste buds are for these streets (laughs) talking about food trucks (laughs) perfect no notes (laughs) (laughs) so ashley for randomish i'd like to play a game okay if that doesn't kind of scary weird you out i mean right it's It's halloween Halloween time and you want to play a game i'm getting i want to play a game i'm I'm so happy you caught the reference yes so first happy halloween to you folks hopefully your kiddos or non-kiddos you you drank good scary drinks you party hardy and you are recovering from a fun weekend (laughs) um so ashley the name of the game is do you wash it okay all right so first rice do you wash it yes you wash rice so i used to not really care whether i washed it or not i was like it's rice um I'm Ma'am. just gonna go ahead and cook the rice. I need you to wash so, that rice. Well, it's just a matter of preference, is what I've really have learned about the whole washing and not washing of rice. Huh. Um right. but they say, I mean, because what what debris is gonna be in my commercially purchased rice? <laughs> That's true. You know, if it That's were true. harvested, I would feel differently about it. But According to Martha Stewart, and that's just because that's the website I found, I'm pretty sure every <laughs> Asian person of Asian descent is probably like, the hell? <laughs> like, was it Uncle Roger? He's probably like, no. no. <laughs> Uncle Roger. Yes, I love Uncle listening to Uncle Roger. <laughs> so disappointed. I actually found like a little rock in my rice once, which is why oh, I wow. will always wash my rice. Never have I ever found anything in my rice other than rice. rice. <laughs> so according to Martha Stewart's website, uh, the reason for washing rice is one for cleanliness. Like mm-hmm. it removes dirt, dust, debris, chemicals, and bugs, or in Ashley's case, rocks and you know just the things that you don't want to eat you're getting rid of but if you're just washing it in a strainer are you really getting rid of it because a rock ain't coming out in the strainer I mean I did notice it because I was like pouring water and it was separating the little rice granules so I was was like oh that's a rock a rock (laughs) don't want that I don't think that's digestible Mm -hmm. um another reason to rinse your rice is be and this is the one that people who typically buy commercially sold rice do it is to remove excess starch on the surface of your rice kernels and so it helps your final product to be fluffy and to make sure that you get individual pieces of rice and not clumps of rice Hmm. um otherwise the starch stays in your rice and maybe it makes it um 
uh, a little gummy or perhaps overly sticky. And that's Mm. probably more so than my sin is that I'm prior to starting to actually wash the rice, the rice would pretty much stick together. So, eh, you know, might not be a pencil. They sure do make a good point. Okay, next one. Okay. Prepackaged salads and veggies. Do you wash them? Prepackaged salad, no. Prepackaged veggies, yes. What's the rationale but behind doing one but not both? Ease. If uh-huh. I have to wash the lettuce, I have to get out the colander and spin it in the salad spinner, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But typically if I'm getting bagged veggies, it's because I'm supplementing my um, other veggies. So if I'm going to wash them all at the same time, it just, in my brain, it's like, just wash them all. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So... This one, you, I couldn't get a clear read on whether one was worse than the other. It's, mm-hmm. again, preference. Mm. You can have overly sticky rice or you cannot. A lot of people say they do it because they don't trust the washing process, which is totally fair. Um, maybe you find some dirt and stuff in there. Others may be concerned about E. coli. And we've yeah. heard of many of an E. coli <laughs> outbreak associated with spinach. And so part of me almost never eats raw spinach because I feel like a little bit of heat goes a long way. Um, and so uh, E. coli can get trapped below the surface of like lettuce leaves and it could be tough to get rid of or to kill. And so, you know, the risk is, is your kitchen cleaner than the commercial kitchen that cleaned your washed your lettuce or your spinach or whatever Mm. and so some some folks are just nasty and maybe (laughs) (laughs) tell us how you really feel about this ma'am i'm about to die laughing because that was not part of my notes to just call people that would be like but some of y'all trifling as hell and don't wipe off your counter every day and you you should definitely just go ahead and take your risk with the commercial kitchen because your <laughs> shit gonna be messed up regardless either you got, way you're screwed <laughs> yeah i was gonna say you gonna get your cola but it ain't gonna be because of, because of the, the veggies so um It's really a matter of which one's cleaner or in some folks' cases, which one's dirtier. Um, But the bottom line is if you eat fresh lettuce or fresh spinach or anything else, you're taking a risk, a small risk of getting E. coli. So those wonderfully tasty salads, there's an E. coli risk there. And it's okay to accept that as long as you, you know, know what you're getting into. And I don't really Um, buy them because they're just so expensive. They are overpriced. Honestly, it's just like... If yeah. I want lettuce, I'll just buy a head of lettuce and just wash it as I need it. I mean, Facts. it's just it's just easier to save it's money that way. It's <laughs> much easier. So, um, so th- uh, I'm sorry, I forgot to get my reference for this one. I used NPR. Ooh, so this nice. is according to an article by NPR. So here's what NPR wants you to know: if you want to, if you want absolute safety for lettuce, you'd have to stir fry it like they do in Asia. And Hmm. that is from Dr. Robert Buchanan, director of the Center for Food Safety and Security Systems at the University of Maryland. So if you are really worried 
about whether or not your lettuce is clean beyond, you know, some dirt. You gonna need to cook it. Go and cook your spinach too, because that's about the only thing that's gonna keep you safe. Hmm. I wonder if I make stir fry with sp- uh, lettuce in it, if Shane will disown me. I don't hmm. know what type of lettuce you're stir frying. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm thinking iceberg lettuce. And I just feel like that's no, not a good idea. No, I don't idea. think you're stir frying like iceberg lettuce. Idea, you know? It's not hearty enough. Yeah. But I know I there's mean, other lettuces out there. For, there are tons for of other lettuce. greens and all that stuff. Tons I just, of lettuce. I just don't like greens. So, yeah. <laughs> <Ugh>. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, last one. Eggs. Do you wash your commercially purchased eggs? No, but I wash my hands after touching them. Huh. That's interesting. I do not. (laughs) So washing your eggs that are purchased at the grocery store is not required. And it may actually risk the, we may increase the risk of contamination because the wash water can be sucked into the egg through its pores in the shell. When the chicken lays the egg, a protective coating is put on the outside of the hen. Mm-hmm. Um, put on the outside by the hen, and government regulations require that all United States Department of Agriculture graded eggs be carefully washed and sanitized using only compounds meeting Food and Drug Administration's regulations for processing food. And that came from the USDA's Ask the USDA webpage so you do not need to wash your commercially purchased eggs I do not wash my hands if I touch the egg if I get yolk on it and I'm about to go touch like some fresh fruit or whatever absolutely but um just putting the eggs into the egg container that we talked about a few weeks ago (laughs) I don't do that whenever I touch an egg I wash my hands either if I'm just taking it out cracking it whatever oh my god just save some water (laughs) I don't know. It's just one of one of my things, <laughs> but it doesn't. It's not. It doesn't take away too much time because it's like mm-hmm. is more often. I'm gonna take the egg out of the cart and crack it into the bowl and then throw the shell away, then wash my hands. Right. So it's just all in a process. Okay. Yeah. So thanks for playing my game. Do you have anything else for randomish today? I just want to say I want the Democratic Party to stop virtually bullying me. That's. That's what I want to say. Virtually what? Bullying me. Bullying you. That's what I want. So I want them to do. I I get an email every 10 minutes asking for donations. I'm sitting here like, do you understand that this is, this is, this is wrong. This is not okay. This is, this is my serious voice. This is not okay. I'm like, how do I unsubscribe from this? Like, how did you get subscribed to it is a good question i don't like i when they send the mailers like hey what do you think what what things are important and all that stuff i'll fill that out oh that's how you got on it then i don't turn i don't don't feel any of that stuff out but i don't understand why you're literally sending me an email every 10 minutes like i sat there today and kind of timed it because you responded you responded it's because you responded i know and i'm just saying do not respond anymore like how in the world well, I didn't respond to the email I responded to something they mailed to me do not respond to the mailers yeah and I've only responded to one and I was just like all it takes is one you know, know what one time I donated to food for the poor one time oh my gosh that was what three or four years ago we bought like a well or whatever it was mm-hmm. like 250 bucks and I was like hey this seems important let's just do that and the hubby was like cool several times a year 
several times a year. Will you don't know when I am ready to donate to you, I will come find you because I am that type of person. I also have the combined federal campaign. So you can really just leave me alone because I've bought a few wells at this point. The answer is no, leave me alone. Yeah, but seriously, like when people are talking about what is online bullying, what is it like? It's this constant emails, constant asking mm. you for money. Just, just stop. Like seriously, if I was gonna donate to you, I would have donated. You would have done it by now. <laughs> and now that you are bothering me, I don't want to. Yeah, it's 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 a problem. Like I'm sitting That's here, like problematic, angry at the democratic party for emailing me this and it's i mean different people of virginia of no the the democratic the party democratic party of these here united like, states i'm getting stuff from people who are debating in cities that are not my own yeah because voting is no longer a regional or local thing people who win nowadays are funded by folks outside of their area and I'm which is why like, they're doing it i'm yeah, not contributing it's to annoying. the millions of dollars y'all are going to spend to fatten some um tv executives pocket you're gonna right. do it without my coin if it's something from my local yes but I- oh. <laughs> sorry <laughs> i was going to google something and i forgot i still had instagram open so <laughs> But yeah, it that's was my, what the that's Instagram my thing that I was looking at. My bad. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying that that's not random. Randomish. Like I'm really tired of getting emails from the Democratic Party. Like you are emailing too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> Genuinely, mine is not about internet bullying. So you know me and Instagram. Mm-hmm. If I have free time. I'm probably looking at a reel because, <laughs> you know, I don't they're have funny. a book. I d- well, they're funny and I don't have a book to look at right now. And apparently I have cultivated an excellent IG reels algorithm where you they have. only show me stuff that's going to make me laugh. It's either cute babies or people doing dumb shit. It's one or the other. I love your algorithm. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. It took a while to get me there. Um so so there's this guy called jordan the stallion eight is jordan underscore the underscore stallion and the number eight and i appreciate jordan the stallion so much he speaks our level of sarcasm yeah you should follow him he's follow worthy so today or in the reel that I saw today, I don't know if this reel was from today because you don't know. Like, that's the weird thing about Instagram. You can see a reel and think it's really awesome and go like, look at the person. And this is like their first reel they've ever done. But <laughs> whether it was today or 14 years ago, this cat posted a reel. Um, it was about a burger holder. So the reel starts off with this lady eating a burger in her car but she has a silicone cup like situation that the burger is resting in okay and it's a burger holder and so you know like eating a burger while driving is one of the hardest things to do because you are almost certain to get a piece of cheese ketchup mustard onion pickles something's gonna come out the other side of the burger 
the second you bite into it. And so he broke down why whatever someone thought was supposed to be funny is actually serious. And why we all need to know about the burger holder. And I just wanted to share that with our audience of two. There's a burger holder and audience and, of two. And we need that in our lives. But some of y'all are trifling, you don't clean. So you just go lead a burger holder in your car for the next time and it's gonna be uh Ooh. but I just th- thought that was awesome. So um <laughs> that was my first round of random ish. The second thing is your nephew is sick. Oh, but I don't know. It's like, is he sick, sick, or is he a little sick? I don't know. No one else at daycare. The guessing is sick. game. <laughs> no one else at daycare is sick. He vomited once, and that was alarming because this child literally never vomits, never throws up. Hmm. Hasn't thrown up since we figured out the magic burp. Like literally does not vomit. I mean, can count on one hand and not even use all my fingers in the last year, the number of times this little boy has thrown up. Hmm. So I was like, what? He threw up? Oh my God. So he came in the house. He's like whining and crying and I pick him up and I'm like, babe, he is burning up. No wonder he threw up. He hot. He was like, he was fine when I picked him up. He was running around and playing. How are you sick and having this good of a time? I do not understand. <laughs> Little boy just been chilling. You know what I mean? Got a good 12 hours of sleep last night. Did wake up to almost seven o'clock and, and out here living his absolute best life. But you got a fever. So who get to stay home tomorrow? Most likely me. I get to stay home. Yeah. Telework with my baby who's in here who is going to be full of energy and not really always sick. He got that phantom sickness trying to figure it out. He got that whole, I'm not going to let this get in the way of my fun. Right. He's like, nah, I'm just going to take breaks when necessary, but I'm going to still have fun. And he does. He'll like come lay on me for a few minutes. Then he blurred him out. (laughs) So of course we're like, oh my God, does he have COVID? And I was like, it's too soon to have COVID. You got to have a solid three months. And then I did the math. I was like, damn. It's been three months. It's been three months. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for COVID. Well, there is the, I mean, there is flu going around. Like my mm-hmm. plate, my school has the flu going around. And I'm just like, oh, that's when I was thinking about not wearing my mask quite as often. We're Mm-mm. going, I'm like, keep nope. The mask. Keeping keep it the on. Mask. Keep the mask. Keeping on. it on. Mm-mm. Trust no one. I'm going <laughs> to wear that mask until someone tells me, Amber, you, you know, you don't need to wear that anymore. I'm, prove it. <laughs> same so much same. i'm just like i'm just this is just me now this is just right. this is just how i roll Either unless i'm we... outside outside i'm like yeah i could take it off but indoors I'm okay no. indoors as long as you are six feet away from me but the second i can touch you your you without moving my mask is on and yeah. in rooms full of people, even if I am six feet away, I just feel like the possibility of COVID just filling up the air exceeds <laughs> the risk I'm willing to take. So I still, I like live with my mask on my wrist. I just, yeah, I put mine it on is, when I get in the elevator yep. and all of that. Mm-mm. Mine is on unless I am, you know, eating a snack in my office or hanging out with someone. Like if I want to eat dinner with you, I can pr- take my mask off with you. 
but I don't do it often. But I'm just like, I don't need a break. I don't need a break just yet. You know, like if I, I want COVID like five days after winter break is over, you know, like you just got back, just answered all your oh emails and, and now, now you're going you out, out. you out with COVID. Like you, get that, <laughs> you, you, get, you get another vacation. I need this or the week before the week after spring break. I need this to, if I'm going to get it, it needs to be, it needs to have a purpose. <laughs> if I'm gonna feel like crap, please let it be an extra right. vacation, you know? Right. Like let it let it tack on to something. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. It's time to cosplay as a person who's got her shit together. Hey, Ashley, it's time for your favorite segment. Yeah. How did you cosplay like an adult today or this week? You know what I did? What'd you do? As it you took smile, a, she's cheesing too hard. It took a long time to get here. Uh, and, it, and, I, and it literally took way too long. So I have a Chromebook that I've had for like eight years to the point yeah. that it's no longer updating and I can't go to certain sites. So what oh. is that one thing I need to do? I need to go to Joe Biden's uh, app oh, yeah. and do the loan forgiveness, right? And oh, I'm it like, takes like no time. No. Sorry, I'm laughing because it was so hilarious. So I was like, Shane, I need a new laptop. I'm like, and mind you, my debit card was stolen. Um, um, information was stolen and all that stuff. So I literally don't have a debit card. I'm like, well, this is the weekend I'm going to go buy a laptop because this just makes sense. You don't have a debit mm-hmm. card. Let's go spend money. And we go to the Apple store. Shane sits there. He does all the research on a laptop, decides he wants to buy a different laptop. I'm like, okay, like I'll, I just, I just need a laptop to log into this app to ask for loan forgiveness. Then what are you recording the podcast on? On the, um, on the, on the Mac laptop, mm. which is also old. Right. So I, like, I just need, <laughs> yeah, I just need a new laptop. And I was like, the only reason I want the new laptop is so I can go to this app and apply for loan forgiveness. Why didn't you just do it on your phone? Look, hold up. This, this whole thing. And I didn't do it on my phone because it's me obviously and it's like that's weird Ashley if I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this yeah but it takes like 14 seconds and you can literally do it on your phone like they made it so that you could do it on your phone because it is 2022 I know but you literally just took all the sale out of my store oh my bad (laughs) needless to say I still don't have a laptop because uh Shane didn't like the one at the Apple store he wanted the one (laughs) at Best Buy which is where I wanted to go to originally Oh. And I'm still waiting for him to send me the laptop that he found so I can Ooh. just go pick it up from Best Buy. I was saying, so you can just order it so, on your phone. Right. And then and go pick it up. And then go pick it up. And then I realized you, you have a you have an iPad Air. <laughs> you, you literally have a brand new iPad. Just use your iPad. Literally took me five seconds on my iPad. And I was just like, this is why I can't have nice things. <laughs> Yeah, this is why you definitely can't have that. And it is October 27th, and they've been talking about filling out this application for well over a Ever. month now. Well, they just launched the website. Well, I was fair. thinking about the other public, um, the public mm-hmm. service loan forgiveness. That's yeah. the 31st. And I know I started it in the summer when I first heard about it, but then I stopped, and I couldn't remember why I stopped the application. And then I thought these were the same thing. Then I realized they were two different things. Yeah, they're two different things. And I've submitted applications for both. 
And one way because, or another, these student loans are getting paid off because right. I know I got a Pell Grant in my history. I know I have a Pell Grant, but it's the fact that for the public services, um, you have to work full time. Ooh. And I was like, so which one am I applying for? The, okay, Joe Biden. Just do both. Just do both. I mean, yeah, but I started it. It doesn't hurt. And I did start it, but I just know they're going to be like, yeah, no, <laughs> but and I, do, I, I should would, definitely I would let them show it. me now. Yeah. Them, them's the rules. Let them tell, you no. you know, the most, um, the people who have that unmitigated goal that we talk about, <laughs> like the unmitigated goal, the audacity, the audacity, the caucasity, <laughs> they, you're not fitting. They are not going to tell themselves no yeah. on your behalf. They're going to let you tell them no, ma'am, get you some caucasity, get you some audacity and a little touch of uh, mitigated goals sprinkled on top. Yeah. And go ahead and let them people tell you no. I know, but the adulting was just like, you have an iPad, do it on the iPad. It's going to take less than a minute. And I literally mm. picked up the iPad, did it in mm-hmm. less than a minute. And I was like, this, this is why we should adult more. This, yes. this, this is why things, when you try to do things, when it becomes complicated, like it typically does, it tells me that I am not going the adult path. I'm going the wing it path and mm. the wing it path does work, but sometimes mm-hmm. we just need an adult. And that's what I learned. And I, f- I submitted it and turned it in. And, you know, if they take $20,000, I mean, they only got 30000 left. And Ooh, girl, that ain't bad. I-, I hope they slide the other six to me because I'm telling you. <laughs> I'd be like, bet. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. But I guess in my mind, I just knew I was going to be paying my student loans the rest of my life. So it literally mm. just like. Oh, my God, Ashley, that's a horrible thing to resign to. Well, I knew it was going to be like, I knew it was going to be the rest of my, but I knew it was going to be a significant amount of time because I got two degrees and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just not going to worry about it. I'm going to make sure all my other bills are paid off and I'm going to make sure I keep throwing money at this. But this is literally my only bill beyond Mm -hmm. my cell phone bill. So it's like, I'm not like living outside of my means paying this thing, Mm -hmm. but Shane does want us to pay it off sooner. And I'm just like, then I'm going to kind of have any bills. It's kind of sad. <laughs> oh wow! So it is kind of sad in a weird way. <laughs> it's really not. I mean, Ashley, all I heard was privilege, 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 privilege. <laughs> Seriously, I don't know. I don't know. Seriously, the Indian. Oh my god! If this ain't first world problems. Oh, it's totally first world I'm problems. I'm gonna pay off my student loans, and then I won't owe anyone money. money. And my mind is like, I feel like if you pay off bill, you start picking up more bills. It's like, it's just more of the whole like Medusa. What is it? Not Medusa's head. The, um, oh, what's that monster? You chop up its head. Another one grows in its place. That's the thought process behind it. Okay. I'm gonna let you. <laughs> She's like, I'm done then. with that. <laughs> so I adulted by uh, moving on from the previous topic. <laughs> I feel judged. Um, just poquito, a little, a little. I'm judging. Let's just cut. Yes. Let's just edit that out. Not, not editing. It's a part of you. It's Ugh. a part of us. Um. So I adulted this week. So, <laughs> um, I try very hard to not respond when people poke the bear, and the bear is me. I am the bear. Okay. Um, I am a very nice person. There is actually a reel. 
I think I sent it to you. Um, people don't realize I'm not as mean as I could be. Yeah, I saw that one. I laughed a little. Yeah, you know, like uh-huh. it takes energy to me to be mean because then you gotta wonder, like, did I push you too far? <laughs> like, will you ever talk to me again? Do I care if you ever talk to me again? And depending on the day, I may or may not care. But this week, someone did push me. They did, in fact, poke the bear. And the bear responded. Like, so I returned their energy in the exact same manner in which they returned it to me. Usually, I take it and I, like, you know, like, Kung, um, Kung Fu Panda that back to them. <laughs> Maybe I don't yell, but I'm sarcastic or slick. You know what I mean? But no. You yelling, I'm yelling, we yelling we all together. Yelling. Like it's a yell match. Let's have fun. So I adulted because in the midst of that lovely back and forth, just adorable, I realized that I was giving someone the ability to have me act outside of what I have deemed as appropriate for me to behave. I was behaving in a manner in which I did not approve. (laughs) And so I was like, oh no, I can't do this. So I simmered myself on down. And then I promptly said, after yelling at them, because they were yelling at me. (laughs) Why she already laughing? I said, I said, what you're not gonna do is yell at me though <laughs> like I had just been yelling at them I did not care I did not care don't ask me if they were a boss they weren't my boss but they are you know they're somebody's boss they're somebody's boss um they outrank me <laughs> but I did promptly go tell my boss like hey I lit somebody up today <laughs> but you know um the adulting was a just recognizing that I was outside my bounds like I was out Mm. of bounds I was like oh girl no 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 this is not what we do anymore this is not us we know we have the ability to do this but this is literally not us just because you have the ability doesn't mean you should just because you can fry somebody like an egg doesn't mean you have Have to to. you could just boil them And it's funny because I never get angry at work. I rarely get angry at home because it's like, as soon as I get really, really mad, I just can't take back what I say and I'm not going to. Right. So I just don't get, I'm going to say it and I'm going to look at you like this. We're here now. Right. This is where we are. I'm going to talk about your mama. We talk about mama's now. Like, like, it's just like everything's on the table. Everything is no ref. And this is, you know, fight to the death. And I'm finna walk out of this piece. I might be a little bloodied and bruised, but you gonna be dead. I'm telling you, I was two seconds away from being like, yeah, mama. But I'm I'm gonna win though, because I'm never, ever angry. And when I do get angry, people are just like, wait, what just happened? So no, I'm gonna win. (laughs) So I'm just like, no, we're not doing this. Mm-mm. see um yeah no because when I say it I'm gonna mean it and I'm <laughs> like I said I'm not apologizing I'm not I apologizing said what I said. Like, y'all gonna write me up I'm gonna have I'm gonna have this thing in my record I talked about how I laid somebody out and I went below the belt and then I didn't apologize and I'm like yeah oh. no Mm-mm. <laughs> It'll be the one time I'll be like, I don't care how you feel because you got, we're we're here. This is where we are now. And I didn't get here by myself. Right. So So my, 
mind mind your tone when you're talking to me like is that blaming others <laughs> no i accept my responsibility in this as well but i'm, just, oh, I'm not apologizing you can write right. me up you should and you should I'm, i am like, not regretful right. or apologetic about how i talked about your mama just now <laughs> yep <laughs> like, <laughs> like literally I, I think one time at work i got really close to it and they're like i'm just gonna have to write you up and i was like that is a fair estimate of what you should do <laughs> i was just like should you really should but and they just looked at me like wait uh-uh. i was like no no i know i'm wrong I, i'm okay i know i'm wrong you no know, because now i know there's talking about you and your mama and your daddy you go write me up oh really That's okay what doing today? well then i'm fitting to iron this right up use a bitch <laughs> like, I'm, your you mama's know. a bitch your dad's a bitch <laughs> like everybody's a bitch right now <laughs> you're and, from a family bitches um, so <laughs> y'all and y'all bitch assness you know what i mean <laughs> can go like, somewhere this is we here like welcome <laughs> yeah and then the next day i'll just roll in like doop, doop, doop. like oh we no today? <laughs> we are we are not on speaking terms you can stay away from me but i'm just saying like i go in like that was yesterday to break today's a brand new day so nah. let's get our work done and nope i'm not am that. i gonna talk to that person ever again no i'm not i'm not that. but i'm not that I'm going to act that. like yesterday it was. I'm done. holding a grudge. I told <laughs> dad, I was shoulder. like, you know, I'm, I, I don't really hold grudges. There are about four people okay. in the entire world that I'm holding a grudge against. And that person's officially one of them. I'm holding a grudge. <laughs> yes. You're going to need to give me some time. Now I will I try say not to. there have been people who made it off of the grudge list. It's very hard to get on it, <laughs> but you can get off of it. It just takes a long time. And you really ought to just leave me the hell alone. Because I'm still ready to talk about your mom. (laughs) I feel like there is someone. I think I like two people. And you're right. You're never going to say anything about these people. And I'm going to be like, oh, okay. I'm like, no, fuck them. It's just going to be like, (laughs) like, nah, no. I think one of them is we got the same person on our grudge list. It's just be like, don't say a goddamn thing to me because... (laughs) I will not be responsible. I'm going to curse you out. I'm going to talk about you. I'm going to call you dirty. I'm going to call you trifling. I'm gonna I'm gonna call you every bad name I can think of at that very moment. You might be a see you next Tuesday. You might be <laughs> <laughs> we dig it deep. Okay. So yeah, but that's saying. for that particular person who we both share on our list. For the most part, you don't really get on the grudge list. But I'm just saying, maybe that person isn't all the way on the grudge list. But let's just say they're on the list that's beside the grudge list. And that's not where you want to be. It's a very uncomfortable place for all of us. Everybody's upset. Everyone, if I got to carry the energy of being grudgeful, then you going to feel this grudge, okay? Yeah, I, do, I try not to carry grudges just for that reason. Like, it's just... I'm it's lazy at sapping. heart and it's just too much work to be mad mm-hmm. at you. Now, if I see you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to avoid you. And if you come to me, it's like, God damn it. Why? I don't have time right. for this day, but clearly yeah. this is what we're doing. Great. Exactly. <laughs> we here now. So, hmm. but the unfortunate part is I work with this person. So yeah. I just got to, mm. I try really hard not to have grudges with people I work with because like I still got to work with you and I still got to ask you questions and my face gives everything away. So oh, you gonna know that I have a problem. Yeah. If I have so. to come talk to you, you gonna know I have a problem. Yeah. You gonna be like, you still mad? Like, don't yeah. talk to me. Yeah. Answer my questions so I can go. Like, I don't want to be here, but I'm here. So (laughs) you, you are not allowed to exchange pleasantries with me. Get away from me. Do not ask me how I am doing today. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, I I work really hard not to hold on to things. Like once I go home and sleep on it, I try to start the new day with that was yesterday. Uh-uh. Did you learn something from this? Yes, but let's just let's go on with their day. I'm a, I'm I'm going to take the lemons and make <laughs> them into a um lemon drop and I'm I'm going to enjoy it. But I still ain't gonna fuck with you. <laughs> I love how this became a how to how to hold how two people hold a grudge. <laughs> One tries really hard not to, and the other just owns it. <laughs> well, well, I try really hard not to, but once you get me there, it's very hard to come back. Okay, all right. So we cosplayed and all the all the things. Okay, so let's get into the food trucks. So I loved the title for this. I knew the title immediately. Immediately. I was like, oh, we can talk about food trucks. (gasps) Title, my taste buds are for the streets. Ow. Okay. So um, (laughs) as the title states, my, my taste buds are for the streets. I do love a good food truck. And food trucks are hella popular nowadays mm-hmm. and you can actually get good food from them because growing up, I did not think food trucks were a good thing. They were actually called roach coaches. Yep. And I honestly believe that there were roaches on them. Same. There may not have been a it's single in the roach, name. but I just name. assumed that they were, that's where the roaches live. Um, and so, <laughs> so where exactly did the food truck come from? So references for today's podcast include the GOAT, Wikipedia. Yay! So be sure to go donate to Wikipedia. We sponsor them uh, <laughs> individually as, as citizens who use it. <laughs> Not as a podcast. Not yet, at least. But, you know, they can always call us. Um, prestigefoodtrucks.com touchbistro.com ibsworld.com and roaminghunger.com so I did a lot of googling a lot of searching half of these um prestige food trucks touch bistro ibm and ibs and there was one other that I looked at these are all companies that will actually help you start your own food truck that is how popular food trucks are right now nice yeah. So how popular you may ask, uh, according to IBSworld.com, as of September, 2022, there are over 30,000 registered food trucks in the United States. That is up 8% since, uh, they said five years. So since 2017, up 8% since 2017 or something like that. And we like had that. a whole pandemic too. In the midst of a panorama. <laughs> Well, because food trucks, small overhead, right? Yeah. And you only got to have a handful of people in the kitchen if you need someone at all, depending on how you prep. That's and so true. you can, you can keep it down. Hmm. So what state has the most food trucks? California? Yeah. California has the most food trucks with 883 registered food trucks. But who do you think has the best food trucks? I want to say New York. Nah. Really? Nah. Not who? New York. Portland, Oregon. Oh, according that makes to sense. um, 
I think it was touch bistro. No Mm -hmm. roaming hunger. Um, Portland, Oregon is number one place for food trucks. Cause I literally want to go to Portland, Oregon, just to eat, just to eat. Yeah. That's it. Same. There might be sites to see, but I'm the, I'm, I, don't I mean, Nike headquarters <laughs> and what else? Cause it's not like it's on the water or something. I've been to Oregon once. I know what that looked like. Um, so there is a documentary on Netflix called street food. Mm-hmm. That is how I started got the idea to do this topic for our podcast um the documentary talks about street food in la portland oregon mm-hmm. oahu which is an yeah. island in hawaii um new orleans new york and Miami six episodes it's mm-hmm. about an hour each episode but it covers those those areas and it apparently blows up those food truck places because you know once a year I have to go to Hawaii for work mm-hmm. so I watched it and I was like oh bet um Reese poke whatever I'm about to hit them up <laughs> and then there was another one the ball guy the ball guy da ball guy Mm-hmm. Well, I was reading the reviews. I was looking at their Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And they were like, hey, don't forget, we no longer take phone orders. And someone who I'm assuming is a local and probably quite pissed was like, thanks, Netflix. So, yeah, when once once the reality, that's kind of re- one of the reasons I don't really like reality TV. It can ruin some things. Did it ruin it or did it? It did it ensure that this business is around for a long time? Yes, to both. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, I want you to stay in business, but I also want to be able to call a phone order. Right. Also, <laughs> exactly. Because I was like, dang, y'all take phone orders and y'all got a long line. I am not yeah. standing in as long as line. Right. And you're on the North Shore. And we usually stay in Honolulu. So I'm kind of like, girl, when are you going to drive to the North Shore? Not happening. Yep. Okay. Well, maybe it'll happen the first day we get there, like leave the airport and go straight to the North shore to get my um, poke bowl and my food from the ball guy. And then I can head back. So anyway, history of food trucks, the mm-hmm. precursor to the food truck that we know of today is the chuck wagon. <laughs> I knew you would appreciate that. Oh, I truly appreciate the chuck that. Wagon. So that I was confused as hell because I was like, why am I Googling? Which is why I looked at so many different websites. I was like, why am I reading about the chuck wagon? That's a meal. Like, are you telling me that was the name the food? Okay. So finally it clicked. I was like, oh, you so guys called it a chuck wagon. I love that we have a dish named after right. the place it was made. Right. So um, our one of our dishes that we grew up on that our dad actually made relatively well was the chuck wagon. And so we would get those lovely dehydrated boxed mashed potatoes and you Mm. cook that up with some butter and you cook up some ground beef and you make like a little bit of a gravy situation, season the ground beef and Bob's your uncle. You got dinner in about mm, 20 minutes as long as it takes to cook the ground beef. And we call those that meal a chuck wagon. And you could also use rice. Of course, we were not washing rice in the 90s. No. We didn't know that that was the thing. So um, 
The chuck wagon was invented by Charles Charlie Goodnight, and his name is actually Goodnight. I love that. And he was a rancher in Texas. Um, they were cover wagons that sold perishable foods to cowboys and loggers in the American wilderness. And on a typical chuck wagon, you'd find beans, cured meat, coffee, and biscuits. You might also find water and wood to build fires. Now, because Ashley likes her her history to have a bit of drama in it. <laughs> Let's talk drama. about, oh girl, there's just Ooh. a little touch, a little, little sprinkling, a little seasoning, a little, 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 little something like that. Um, so Charlie Goodnight, he got some stuff with him. Mm. So he was a Confederate soldier. Mm. Boo. <laughs> um, I'm done here. But, no. but after <laughs> his wife, his first wife died in... Um, he married her in 1870, right? He married his first wife, Aunt Mary Ann Molly J- Dyer. She's a teacher. But... Listen, <laughs> different times. Um, so he married her in 1870, and they lived a long life together. And if you mm. do the math, that's about 56 years to be married because 1870 <sighs> to 1900 is 30 years. Then you go Ooh. another 26 years. So that's 56 years of married bliss. Looking at that same person's face. Every damn day. She says so, while being married. <laughs> and equally married. <laughs> so Molly died in April of 1926. And shortly after she died, Charlie Goodnight be- fell ill as well. Hmm. And his 26-year-old nurse and telegraph operator cousin named kareen good right good night nursed him back to health oh she's so nice right and then he married suspicious her. oh like suspicious and then he married her yeah, one suspicious, year one year not even a whole year 11 months he's still mourning for his first wife after Why his first wife's passing so the Dang. first wife died in april of 1926 and he done got married to his niece was it a niece <laughs> she looking looking at my notes yeah let me check because i think she was a niece um paternal cousin sorry his distant paternal cousin 11 months after his wife died wife died wife died Dang. in april 1926 and here he go get married again on his 91st birthday I mean, in march of 1927 could have waited at least a full year i mean 56 he didn't years know, like, I'm saying, right? Like so would you year. give a day for each for each year? Like, did you mourn a whole two months, sir? <laughs> like, dude. The hell? But I guess he figured if he was in his 90s already, you know. And I'm pretty sure people weren't living well into their 90s without some issues back then. How about cause... some YOLO? He was, he was <laughs> YOLO before YOLO was a thing. <laughs> so he married, he married Kareen. And so now her name is Kareen Goodnight Goodnight. And she was young enough to be his great granddaughter. Mm. Um, and so when he died, guess where he was buried? I was going to say something. First wife. I was say I was going to say something inappropriate, but I paused. next to his first wife. Well, makes sense. They were married for fifty six years. But I'm just saying, I ain't burying you next to your first wife. Am I? If I'm the second wife, I don't care if y'all were married for ten seconds or a hundred years, bitch. You you married me now. <laughs> you mad? She good. <laughs> so 
the thing that got me though the thing that kind of had me like besides the whole not taking a year to mourn (laughs) beyond the lack of mourning was i cannot fathom the age difference of someone who was around in the 1800s and is now 91 years old in the 19 in 1927 i, know, I think that's when about... the stock market crash in 1927 Nin- yeah 19 i thought it was early 19 uh, 100s 1920s mm-hmm. no uh, you're right i think you're right not, i think you're i think you're close enough yeah i mean so, but think about it though look up think about the stability you got you marry a man that old he ain't living another 30 years <laughs> you're not so but i'm just saying though you're 91 yeah. and y'all really having sex at 91 are, are you though Can yeah because she it? miscarried she jeez was, exactly nope i mean no i mean i know abraham about. father abraham did have many sons but i'm not finna do it i was so i was literally singing a song <laughs> and i wanted oh them and so are you how are you so that's okay right arm left arm right foot left foot turn around sit Sit down down. how can you tell that we went to a baptist church (laughs) without telling that we went to a baptist church okay but anyway back to what really got me was think about the golden girls Mm -hmm. okay so the golden girls were in their 50s on that show that's a lie no i i searched it okay i did a lot of googling for this episode they they narrowed it down to how you could figure it out based on the um episodes what so blanche 50? was like they were in their 50s so you think about what the golden girls look like in their 50s and you compare that to what our mom or anyone else we know that's in their 50s looks like and then you go and you do the extrapolation to think about what a 91 year old would look like in 19 freaking 27 and tell me how is that math math it's not maybe that don't look right maybe that won't his baby it may have very well have been. But that's saying something about her character that may not be true. So that's kind of mean as well. But damn. But I'm just thinking about the, the security. Like, he got a pension. He got money. All right. Ashley, he was an entrepreneur. They didn't have a, he didn't have a pension. What are you talking about? Okay, I tried. I, I tried. I, I don't, I don't, this is something I don't understand. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wow. 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 So, so um, yeah. So anyway backs of food trucks (laughs) um as we inch very closely to our hour time limit um next in the evolution of the food truck is what they call the lunch wagon which was followed by the mobile canteen and that's what they really called the roach coach the mobile canteen okay and so you know growing up I never really thought of food trucks as a good place to eat. Of course, we grew up in Richmond and you didn't really have like the New York style of hot dogs and pretzels where, you know, like the food was decent type of thing. Like that was all questionable. Yeah. Still ate it though. You were taking a risk. (laughs) Right. I mean, taking a risk just like when you eat um, lettuce that hasn't been cooked. And we come full um, circle. Oh my gosh, girl. (laughs) So I always consider mobile canteens weren't like the gourmet food that you get nowadays. These are Mm -hmm. like filled with 
greasy, formerly hot food, like it started off hot, but by the time you got to it, it won't hot no more. Or it started off cold, and by the time you got to it, it was warm. <laughs> and so you weren't really doing the whole you know, like running after a food truck type of thing. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, I love me a good food truck. So um, what is your favorite food truck, Ashley? Mm, my favorite food truck. Well, before it became an actual standalone building, it was the Goodies ice cream truck. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, my God. It was so good. So I got to hang out in a truck, too. I mean, for me, it's just the whole experience. Right. And now pretty much I think anything that's like a taco or a bira taco, the one with the cheese and oh, you dip yes, it in sauce. Yes. I that feel like that can popular. only be served from a food truck, though. I know I'm wrong on that. <laughs> like, I know I'm wrong on that statement, but I feel as though it should only be served there. <laughs> so I have a couple favorites. Okay. My all time favorite, just based on money spent would be Twisted Sister cupcakes because Mm. I enjoy those cupcakes and now they've gotten to the point where you can pre-order and because their actual store because they have a storefront Mm -hmm. and they have their truck their actual store is like a strong 28 to 30 minutes away from me depending on traffic like that's with no traffic I'm not Mm. driving all the way over there for a cupcake but if I'm already over there I'm giving you some cupcakes (laughs) but you can pre-order a cupcake from them and go get it at the food truck which is at least once every two weeks at the brewery down the street from my house okay and I think that is the beauty of having these local microbreweries is almost all of them at least in the state of Virginia have to serve some type of food which creates a market for food trucks And so now we have two breweries down the street from us. We have Momac, which is great. Mm -hmm. And then we also have the newest one, Harbor Trail Brewing. And so now we get twice as many food trucks (laughs) just down the street from my house. So for me, it's like wonderful. Uh, So late recently, we tried Gaucho Gourmet. It was Venezuelan food. Mm -hmm. It was delicious. Mm, It was so good. (laughs) um and then I'm trying to think what else was one of the ones I really liked um there's one that it must be delicious but I'll never be able to try it it's called a touch of Maine I won't know I won't ever touch it though because it's nothing but crab roll I mean not crab rolls lobster rolls and stuff but I do have a couple that I do not like I won't talk bad about them but you don't like them but I don't like them and you know, I don't like them because I roll right on by when they there. Mm-mm, Mm-mm. I'm not going. Um, there is one that does do the tacos that you're talking about. It's mm-hmm. um, Ortega's. He's not even an actual food truck. He's just a mobile kitchen at this point. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he doesn't have a truck. He okay. has a storefront that he opened up. And the storefront closes at like three o'clock because he got to get on his mobile kitchen business. So he has a flat top grill and a tent that he sets up and then he cooks your food to order. So I now, mean, yeah. do what you got to do, homie. So now you're finding people who are just kind of like bump the truck, the, <laughs> the food truck. I just need a I, tent. I, 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 all I need is a tent and a grill. How's about we kick that food truck part to the curb. I'm going to throw my stuff in the back of my actual four wheel truck that's a tailgate and we're going to do it that way. And I've seen a couple people doing it. Because 
truck maintenance ain't cheap and gas isn't you know going back down to those 90s days (laughs) we'll never see 75 cent gas i wish i understood what i was seeing when i saw it (laughs) because mom and dad used to strongly be like go tell them five dollars on pump three like five like five dollars what does is, what is this quad dollars go? Oh, it's gonna do a lot. It's gonna do a lot. Got you half a tank, easy, <laughs> easy. Okay, so um, what can't Dad have? Well, obviously, he cannot have my favorite cupcakes from Twisted Sisters <laughs> because they're my favorite, and I, because I said so. And, and not, I, I don't have to share. And I don't have to share. No, I do not. And I know he'll be sad about it because he's actually had Twisted Sisters before. So mm. he knows that those are good cupcakes. That makes it better. It makes it so much so better. So much better. Awesome. <sighs> so, um, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this wonderful episode of Stuff Our Dad Can't Have. You can find us on the socials at Facebook and Instagram, Stuff Our Dad Can't Have. And you can email us if you have questions or if you have a topic you want us to discuss at stuffourdadcanthave at gmail.com. Ashley, anything you want to share before we wrap it up for today? Uh, Nope. Have a good night. (laughs) All right. We're out of 5,000. Peace. Bye. Kapow. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.